Hello, I Shikha welcome you to episode 4, Mutually Assured Destruction. Describing the very essence of this episode in the words of President Woodrow Wilson, is there any man? Is there any woman? Let me say any child here that does not know that the seed of war in the modern world is industrial and commercial rivalry. The Institute of Economics and Peace estimates that conflict and violence cost us 14 trillion dollar, that is 12.6% of global GDP. With the world scientists believing that as the world's population increases and basic resources become scarce, wars will be fought over fundamental essentials such as water and food. The resources that are hoped to be gained from war take the form of things like oil, mineral or materials used in manufacturing. In poor and highly indebted countries, economic and environmental decline leads to further impoverishment and conflicts. The nature of armed conflicts has changed tremendously over time, and most strategic analysts agree that in the second half of the 21st century, contemporary wars are less of a problem of relations between states than a problem within states. Local conflicts serve as mirrors for global trends. The way they ignite and are resolved reflects shifts in great powers' relation, competition, and ambition. These issues highlight the fear of international system and regional leaders towards transition. The state of geopolitical tension is a quotient of factors like US-Iran conflict, terrorism, cyber threats and the dysfunction between the world's main superpower. To all of these powers, conflict prevention or resolution carries scant inherent value. They assess crises in terms of how they might advance or hurt their rivals. The level of US tariffs on Chinese products and the number of goods they cover are constantly changing as a trade dispute between the world's two largest economies escalates during COVID with the power to change the face of global economy for this decade. The good news is that the impact on consumer prices will likely be absorbed in the form of lower corporate profits both in the United States and China. The trade war negatively impacts China's renminbi and through it many emerging market currencies. Weaker emerging market currencies translate to lower import costs for US consumers, hence half of the consumer impact from higher tariffs will be absorbed. If 100% of the impact of the trade dispute came out of corporate profits, a 10% tariff on dollar 200 billion worth of goods would lower US corporate profits by the equivalent of 0.05% of GDP. Following the tax cuts and spending increases, the federal deficit ballooned from 2.2% of GDP in 2016 to over 5 to 6% in 2019. A 10% US tariff on dollar 200 billion worth of Chinese goods will probably erase about 0.1 to 0.2% from GDP. Even though cost of peaceful living is rising, global population is yet not accepting the hand of trust to erase it. The most surprising conflict is the water wars in Yemen, Syria, India and many more. The very vicious cycle is formed without water. The businesses ranging from family farms to major corporations face multiple problems including higher operating costs and long-term viability which will eventually be borne by consumers and make water a more expensive commodity than oil and gold combined. A clear example is the situation in Flint, Michigan, where the water supply has been severely damaged and will take years to remedy. In the meantime, Firms that regarded Flint as a potential relocation area are not less likely to consider it. The lack of water will have a domino effect on communities. 
local commerce declines, income scores down, tax revenues decreases, population declines due to lack of employment opportunities and cities and the surrounding communities shrink dangerously. Increases in food prices and lack of water inflame regional conflicts and causes population migration to where water is readily accessible. Water scarcity leads to food shortages while raising commodity prices thereby hindering trade with developing economies and in the long run causes civil unrest. According to the economist Richard Damania, improved water stewardship pays high economic dividends. Macroeconomic cost of conflicts are generally very large, with GDP per capita about 28% lower 10 years after conflict onset. But the costs can be a cure. One of the primary defense for economics is that economic sanctions provide an alternative to military action. Economic sanctions like trade barriers, higher tariffs or restrictions on financial transactions, an embargo or trade ban, making the nation subject to this experience a drop in trade, which will negatively impact their growth and development. As described by Thomas Friedman, states rely on each other even for essential tasks like food production and huge MNCs have offices or points along their supply chain in many different countries. Finally, there is a moral argument that free markets support peace and promote human rights. War can be seen as necessary in that they provide justification for economic growth. George Orwell popularized the concept of perpetual war in which wars are fought endlessly not because of the actions of other states but to preserve order within a state. As Kenneth Walls put it, it is impossible to get a war going unless the potential participants are somehow linked. The world needs to put a rest on domestic growth and think of united development with trust and compassion. We hope that, that this brings a constructive thought for peace in youth. Thank you for listening.